100% of our proceeds will be donated to the Blue Bench. The Blue Bench is Denver Metro Area's only comprehensive sexual assault prevention and survivor support center. Since its founding in 1983, they have worked tirelessly to eliminate sexual assault and diminish the impact it has on individuals, their loved ones, and our community. To learn more, visit thebluebench.org. In order to donate, please take a look at our RevCheck link on our website. Thank you for joining us for our next episode of We Can and We Will. I'm Sydney James. And I'm Emmy Meeks. Joining us for our next episode is three very successful Broomfield High School alumni. Today we have Natalie Nitschoff, Haley Morton, and Rachel Coyce. The theme for this podcast is advice for a successful career and where to start in high school leading on to college. Thank you all for being here today. Would you like to start off by introducing yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Rachel Coyce. Um, as you mentioned, I'm a Broomfield High School alumni, and I've had the pleasure of um, coming to speak at y'all's conference the last two years. Um, wish we could do that this year, but hopefully again in the future. I know. Um, yeah. So as far as my background, yeah, I went to Broomfield. I um, graduated and went to CU Boulder. I studied both business management, um, entrepreneurship, and theater performance. So it was a pretty unique mix. Um Actually, I think it's still true that I'm the only person who's done that double degree at CU because <laughs> um, it's a lot of credits. So I loved it, but don't necessarily recommend that many credits to anyone in college. Um, I traveled a lot. I got to do a study abroad program, and then I've always been a pretty internationally minded person and um, combination of passion for um, eco-friendly and sustainability, and then passion for those people around the world who maybe didn't have the same kind of privileges and opportunities that I did through my travel experience led me to start Simple Switch, which is the company that I now own and run. Um, it's an online marketplace for, we say, positive impact purchasing, um, ethical and impactful shopping. So um, kind of like an alternative to Amazon or other shopping websites, but every single thing you buy from us has some sort of positive impact on the planet or on the people on the planet. So my name is Haley Morton. Um, this is actually, I think, my third year now, um, like speaking in some capacity at the Women's Leadership Conference, which is just like crazy, but super cool and um, so fun. It wasn't something that like existed when I was there. So I love to like be a part of it now. Um, so yeah, I went to Broomfield High School and I'm, I'm an alumni. I graduated in 2014. Oh my gosh, I feel so old <laughs> from Broomfield. And then I left there and I went to Colorado State um, right after that. And I graduated from CSU in 2018 um, with a degree in political science and in Spanish. And basically no idea <laughs> what I was going to do with that. But I just knew while I was there, I loved studying it. Um, so that was really fun. I left my undergrad um, planning on going back to law school. And I started at a law firm in... Fort Collins. And I was doing a lot of like marriage and family custody law, stuff like that. Um, and I didn't, I didn't love that so much, not the type of law. I love the place. Um, but so then I ended up coming down to Denver and now I work at a defense insurance, um, litigation firm. Um, and I work as a senior paralegal there right now. Um, and then I'm just studying for the LSAT, which I'm going to take April 10th this year. So yeah, that's like a sh short little backstory. I also like on the side, um, head coach, a dance team out of Prairie View High School, which is in like Henderson, Colorado. Like she said, my name is Natalie. I am living out in New York City. I'm a dancer and I also work for a nonprofit organization called the Rotterdam Foundation. I am the administrative and programming assistant. 
Starting off, how did you prepare for college or your career that was beneficial to you and possibly others? Absolutely. Um, I think that my preparation from college was just really looking at a lot of different places. I'm sure I drove Miss Maleka crazy with all of the <laughs> different places I was looking at. Um, I was in the counseling to a lot of the college mm -hmm. visits who came to do kind of recruiting. Um, definitely also enjoyed just meeting those people. And if I'm being super honest, also liked getting out of class. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just got to kind of get a feel for a lot of different um, programs. I thought I wanted to do psychology and musical theater. I changed to business later on. Um, and so I was really looking for colleges that had programs for those things that I was really passionate about. Um, some things that I wish I would have done were talk to people who went to the schools I was looking at, um, kind of like this podcast, you know, people who were just a few steps ahead. So I could get a feel for, okay, is this person, does this person kind of um, have similar goals, dreams, feelings to what I have? And that way kind of aligning my decision with that. I right. think in the end, I made a great decision going to CU Boulder. I was looking at everywhere from Seattle to New York City. So it really wasn't... <laughs> Um, you know, just a, a shoe in to go to the school down the street. But Miss Malaka yeah. um, actually recommended to me, she said, you know, I think a lot mm -hmm. of students ignore the fact that we have such amazing in-state schools because it's it's hard to appreciate it when we're just so close. So right. that was a big part of my preparation. Um, and also just um, getting really involved with things that I was really excited about in high school. I think that that helps with you know, applications and looking well-rounded and those kind of things, making sure you're getting into the schools you want is not only about grades, but also about um, just showing that you're passionate about things and, and continuing to get involved in those things. So that was a big part of it for me. Then going into college, um, yeah, there's, there's so much. I think really similar advice, actually, just continuing to stay involved in things that I felt really passionate about. And you'll probably gather from me in this interview that that's something <laughs> that I care about is that people should be um, doing what they love. And that is ultimately what's going to make you most successful. Um, obviously, thinking about kind of the repercussions and the reason that you love that thing, if the thing that you love is sleeping, like that is important, but we got to have all the things in moderation. Um, nice balance, yeah. yeah. Balance. <laughs> but yeah, I think one of my favorite quotes in the world is don't ask what the world needs, but ask what makes your soul set on fire because what the world needs is more people who've had their soul set on fire. Just um, really, really following those things because that is ultimately going to make you. Yeah. Well, so I guess the, there's like a number of things and <laughs> I would be the last one to say that like you should try to model your high school career after me um for sure but I think the best things that I did in high school to like prepare me for college were definitely I always doubled up on social studies classes because I'm a nerd um and I loved those classes and um that only benefited me I mean in obvious ways right like AP credits stuff like that that um was more helpful but the less obvious ways that I like prepared for college, I think were just like dancing and all of these other opportunities that led me to like these incredible networks and groups of people I got to meet once I went to college, just because I had all of these sorts of hobbies and stuff like that prior to going, it helped me kind of find like my niche and my people pretty soon after. One thing I'll add that can take some of that pressure off is for the younger high schoolers who are listening to this and the older ones, but especially the younger ones, um, <laughs> taking, you know, some AP classes or some CU Succeed classes at Broomfield, that was really 
powerful for me because I went in with some credits already taken care of. Um, and that right. cut off a lot of my costs. Um, it meant you know I didn't have to pay for as many credits, but it also allows you kind of that time and space in your first year to take a lot of your just prerequisite classes. So if you're worried, like, I'm not sure which major I want to take, just try and go um, start with some of your classes that are going to apply to any major. So most liberal arts colleges will have classes that you have to take. It's funny, actually, looking back at starting high school, um, I don't know if you remember, but basically in middle school, you take everyone takes the same classes, right? Um, and then in high yes. school, you start to get the chance to choose a few things, not a ton of things, but it's <laughs> so funny. I remember sitting on my kitchen counter <laughs> with my sign-up sheet for classes for high school and just bawling, crying, uh -huh. because I was like, if I take the wrong classes now, I'm not going to be able to graduate and I'm not going to be able to get all my, and it's like, of course you will for high school. But just yeah. the same way that I would tell, you know, 14 year old me, don't stress, you're going to be able to get it all in. And like your own path <laughs> is the perfect path. Like I feel the same thing applies to new college students. Yes. And I also wanted to touch on one more thing you said where, um, where it's also not just about the school, like it's also, you know, the city and the the culture and the environment. I think that's also really important because you could go to a great school, but, you know, just not fit in with where you're living, you know? And I think that applies a great um, deal to you, like how happy Definitely. you are there. Absolutely. So for me, I really, I think like my biggest thing that I did was I just like trusted myself and trusted the process. So going into college, I kind of knew that I wanted to dance, but also that, um, you know, like auditioning doesn't make the money. So I needed to make sure I had other skills. And mm -hmm. I, but I also like during high school, didn't let myself get, um, I don't know, I shouldn't, I, I don't know if distracted is the right word, but I didn't let myself get too distracted with all of like the social things. And I really just kept my head to the ground. And I, thankfully then like got to travel and join companies while still in high school so I um was able to just pursue dance and start all of that not when I got to college but beforehand gotcha amazing yeah. what was it like transitioning from high school to college was that difficult yeah um I remember the first the first night so like the very beginning of the transition I woke up the next day and I was like, oh no, I, I hate my dorm and I hate my bed and I like, I don't want to be here. I can't do this. Um, so I guess my first advice there would just to be ignore those first really intense feelings of what have I gotten myself into because good chance they're going to kind of even out and you're going to learn to love it. Um, yeah. But as I moved forward, I met, you know, girls in my dorm that I really connected with. I think the most important part of my transition was just getting involved in community right away, um, mm -hmm. finding people who have similar interests and similar values, especially who you can um, kind of make that transition with. Because what what the scary yeah. part is, is maybe you're not around your family and you're not around your high school friends. But mm -hmm. as soon as you can make new friends and get involved um, and college campuses are awesome about giving you those opportunities. So yeah. I was probably a little bit over involved. I think I went to like a different student group every night of the week for my first month, which I don't recommend. Give yourself some rest. Um, <laughs> but it really allowed me to kind of dip my toes into a lot of different things and see what I wanted to do. Like I looked into being in a business fraternity. Um, I ended up joining a sorority that I was really involved with all four years. 
Um, and that was just really helpful because then you have someone there on campus with you when you're going through those scary transitions, you can help. Yeah. You know what? I loved, (laughs) I loved going to college and I I don't know that that's like everyone's experience, but it was definitely mine. I loved the freedom of it. I loved taking classes that I found interesting. Um, Just all of it. Right. I definitely suffered like my fair share of consequences too, for all of that freedom. Um, But I think that that's just normal and a part of going to college. Right. And like learning about yourself and your boundaries and priorities and all of that good stuff. But um, I think it was like the most formative time in my life. But it was it really did end up being an easy transition. Like socially, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, the um, like academic aspect, there's just no accountability besides yourself at that level. You know what I mean? So some people really thrive in that environment and some people don't. And my advice, like if you don't thrive at self-checking and all that stuff is just to keep, you know, people in your life and different mechanisms to like sort of catch you if you're like getting off track or whatever, because college really is quick paced. And um, unfortunately, you know, those professors just don't have time typically to keep up with every student. So it is important that you're, you know, self-motivated and keeping track of deadlines and all of that stuff that you kind of instill in high school. So it feels like an easier transition going to college. I actually went to college. I actually went to CU and then I transferred to CSU. So I stayed in state. Um, You know, those loans definitely um, are much larger if you leave (laughs) state. So I just knew that I could save some money if I stayed in state and then left. And I'm happy I did so because at least personally, I like thought I was so ready to leave the house. I, because I was, like I mentioned before, I was traveling every weekend. I was, I mean, already I felt on my own. And then all of a sudden I got to college Mm -hmm. and I was like, oof, oh wait, maybe I don't have this all figured out. (laughs) So I think it's just important to know, like, while it's exciting to leave the house, it's um, definitely a huge culture shock. And at least I was um, like calling my parents every chance I had. I think making sure you know you can still be independent while reaching out to at least your like your family your friends that you had it's okay to still maintain those connections because believe it or not those people um do know a little bit about um (laughs) leaving the nest because they've obviously (laughs) done it as well yeah and I yeah I know a lot of people like when leaving high school it's it's definitely a bittersweet feeling you know like having to leave your friends and all of that so I think it's really great you Man, just still stay in touch with everyone. Yeah. How did you determine what college was right for you? Yeah. Like I said, I think talking to some people who go there, a lot of times colleges will have opportunities for you to talk to alumni or talk to current students. Definitely that is such a good opportunity if you can take advantage. You know, asking questions like these ones that you're asking me to those people to get a feel for it. Um, For me – I think that my reason I ultimately landed on CU was partially because of cost, which I actually don't think is something to ignore, right? right? Um, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, as much as I would have, you know, love to say, that's not a factor. Follow your dreams. Like, it it does matter. Um, It does. And then um, being slightly closer to home, but then also just realizing how much I loved the city and how much I loved um, Mm – the community that was there, some things I didn't really look at, but that I would recommend for other people. It worked out well for me in the end, but I, I wish I would have known this going in is thinking about, um, what kind of is the, the culture of the campus and the culture of the city. So one thing that I really like about Boulder is it's super entrepreneurial. So like I said, I own my own business now. And if I would have been on a different campus that didn't have so many entrepreneurs, um, involved both on campus and off, I don't think that that would have worked out 
quite as well for me. Absolutely. I, so I knew I at first thought I wanted to go to CU because like I'd mentioned before, it was um, still close enough to home where I felt like I was distant enough that I could like have my own life, but I still like went home to have my mom do my laundry <laughs> whenever I could. <laughs> but yeah, I obviously decided that um, CU was not the place for me. So I went to two years at CU and then I think it's mm-hmm. important to know, like, even I don't uh, like, it's okay if you don't like your first place you go to, I ended up switching to CSU and my, I like was so, I just was so much happier. That was the place. Those were the people yeah. I should have been with. Um, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. If you really feel like you like go to one spot and it's not for you, change it. Like it's, yeah. that's always okay. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think that's really important for people to know because I know I have some friends who like, are so scared of changing their major or whatever you know yeah I only had to do I did I did one extra I only did one extra semester to changing so at least thankfully I was in Mm -hmm. state so all my credits transferred I did I completely changed majors to a major that CU didn't even have and yeah uh, I still was able to graduate with only one extra semester yeah We would like to give a quick shout out to Teresa Fazio Photography. Do you need an experienced senior portrait photographer? Teresa Fazio is here to help. For more information, you can call 303-903-1902. Teresa Fazio Photography, specializing in bespoke senior portrait experiences. Are you struggling with your skin and don't know what to do? Do you want clearer skin by summer? Reach out to Kim at Believe in Yourself Spa. She can help you with all your skincare needs. Contact her today at believeinyourselfspa at gmail.com. How did you know what career path you wanted to take? Um, so many factors. It's so interesting how many little, little decisions in our life can affect, you know, help us learn those things, help us learn what, we want to do. And I'm going to continue learning Mm -hmm. that forever. Um, You know, not just something that happens in high school or college, but it is a very formative time. So I think some of the classes I took in college were really helpful. Um, Some of them were helpful because I hated them. And so it really helped me know, okay, I don't want to be an accountant when I, you know, I was a business major, but some of the business classes I took, I was like, okay, this is not the direction I want to go. Um, I'm still going to learn these skills because they're important, but then I'm going to not pursue uh-huh. this as a career. And then other classes I found were just really energizing. And, you know, I wanted to go and I was mm-hmm. really excited about the learning. And um, for me, a lot of those classes were my entrepreneurship classes. Um, for those of you guys who've come and heard me speak at the um, Women's Leadership Conference, you uh-huh. probably heard me talking about just like ideation and how to come up with new ideas and like how to start a new company. And that was fascinating to me to learn in college. Um, that that kind of, yeah. I, I actually grew up um, with parents who are entrepreneurs as well. So that makes a big difference. I had kind of seen yeah. it. Um, <laughs> entrepreneurship is really scary. A lot of people don't want to take that risk. And for me, luckily mm-hmm. I had already seen people do it. So it felt a little bit less scary. <laughs> I don't know if I even know that yet or still. Um, I think that like each each job I've been in, I guess, has taught me a little bit more about the direction that I want to go um, in positive and in negative ways. You know what I mean? So 
like as soon as I jumped out of college, I jumped into a job that was in the legal field. And in some ways that did like check some boxes for me and like satisfied like my soul, you know, in certain work that I wanted to do. Um, but in other ways, it definitely didn't. So I think that every job, whether it feels like your final career move or not, um, will always t- tell you or give you some sort of like indication of like what your next step is and where your career is headed. Because um, I still feel so young. So who knows, right, like where I want to go or where I'll like ultimately finish up. But um, I think the most important thing about whatever career you choose is that you actually enjoy the work that you're doing in some capacity because um, it is a lot day in and day out. So I really that's obviously more of a luxury at some points than others. But um, if you can end up in a career that you obviously enjoy, that's definitely the goal. And I think the best way to do that is just to like listen to yourself, right? Listen to your body, know all of those things so that if you are like, I, it was really obvious to me when I was in a job that started to make me unhappy, I kind of realized it really quickly. Um, and like made the change quickly too. So just kind of listening to your own passions and following those I think is really important as you like phase in and out of different professions and jobs. So dance kind of was something I had known I wanted to do since, you know, it's a lot of little kids dream of like, oh, I'm going to be a dancer. And then as I started to grow up, I kind of was told by people like, hey, actually, you like you could do this. This is a real career path if you want Mm -hmm. it to be. And then I Mm -hmm. so then I was lucky enough to uh, join a company and I traveled with them through high school. And then that's when I knew that I my plan I was like oh I'm gonna move to LA right away and my mom and dad uh said nope absolutely not you're going to (laughs) go to college here and stay and then you can do whatever you want and we'll support you so I Mm -hmm. um like went through college uh still dancing and doing everything I could but then also um you know going to school and then I was lucky enough to get an internship through actually the organization I still work for today a Broadway foundation and Mm -hmm. Um, so my initial plan was like, oh, LA, I'm going to go to LA. That's what I'm going to do after college. And then as I started working with this nonprofit, I realized that New York was actually where I wanted to be. So I didn't get too bogged down in, uh, like, oh, but I thought I was going to do that. Like the mo, I mean, I spent one day with these people and I was like, oh, wait, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. This is what I'm going to do instead. Yeah. And then I... Uh, I I say I got lucky, but I also just worked really hard and they kept asking me back every year and I maintained connections and maintained professional relationships and then um, was lucky enough to get a job with them as I left school, which I'm able to work and then also still pursue like dance and but Mm -hmm. also pay the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I think obviously you've had like a very successful like career you know you've managed to you know be a dancer which like you said doesn't always pay the bills yeah um (laughs) but you still you know been like successful as a dancer and with this nonprofit. and um I think living in New York City is no easy feat what tools especially helped you succeed um I think So number one, just uh, like, I feel like this is one that you hear all the time, but just a lot of hard work. Like I, during Mm -hmm. school, like I said, I was still dancing, but then I also was working in the dining hall and working in the call center and uh, just really putting like my nose to the grindstone. And it's, and like I said, like I was thankful enough that I worked really hard at this company and then I was Mm -hmm. then asked back and just making sure whenever you can create even a 
person that you're like, oh yeah, once I met that person, um, just creating as many professional relationships as you can, even while you're still in high school. Like I was in student council, I was in key club. I was in mm-hmm. just every little thing that I could do to mm-hmm. bump up my resume and create a little bit of a savings. So then when I was, when I knew I was going to move out to New York, which actually my timeline got pushed uh, forward really far. I thought I was going to move out. Like, I was like, oh, maybe midsummer. And then I got asked to move out there in like March. But yeah, um, just making sure that you're number one, saving your money, which I'm, I mean, I'm even still doing right now. Like obviously during a pandemic, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's rough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh-huh. so yep. saving your money and doing every little thing that you can do to bump up that resume and your okay. like professional and school resume. So then when a college looks at you or when a job looks at you, they see that you've done not just like one thing, but a whole array of things from community service yeah. to every job you could. Yeah, great. Oof. Tools, that's good. Hmm. I think honestly, it's just a really good group of people around me. I feel like I can't take credit for a lot of the good choices I've made in my life because I have really good counsel. So I feel like that would always be my advice is like keep people around you that love you and have like your best interests at heart. Right. Um, because you always want people that are like checking in with you and know like where you're headed and what your passions are, but it's really easy. Um, if right, you're just talking to yourself about this kind of stuff to like get in to the wrong situation or whatever it might be. So I, I think like the biggest thing that helps me be successful is like the networks that I've created and the people that I know um, and reach out to, like always being willing to just ask for advice. And um, in every situation, you can just always learn. You know what I mean? There's just always something to be learned from it and something to grow from it afterwards. So I would say that that has been like my biggest success story is that I basically failed at everything I tried first and then kind of learned from there like oh that's how that's gonna work now so I think um that would be my biggest advice is just like learn from from the mistakes that you've made and don't let it like stop you from continuing to pursue those passions um because I just think that the value of the learning that you do in that first failure um almost guarantees like your success from there on out. And I've found that to be true in like so many endeavors and different things that I've done um, that I was just failed horribly the first time, but took so much out of like the process and learning from that. Okay. And then um, last question. And then if you want to have any final words or whatever, after that's sure. fine too. Um, what do you wish you did differently to prepare yourself in the future? Probably just right. Like, paid more attention in high school that it never is going to be easier for you than in high school seriously that is like it doesn't seem that way when you're there and I totally get that because I've been there um but you just have so many people there that do care about you and so many like mechanisms and structures in high schools um to be successful and to try again and to learn the material when you didn't get it the first time that I would just say really really take advantage of that and take advantage of the people around you um Because once you kind of get into college, it does become a lot more of like an individual process. And there's just not as many people as invested in your success. So um, that would be my biggest thing that I would have done differently is going back into high school, right? Just taking like all of the opportunities and all of the advantages that I had to me back then to be um, right as successful and set myself up as well as I could for college. Awesome. And then do you have anything else that you want to add about high school, college, or career, really anything? I guess I would just say, like, 
no matter where you end up, um, just it's, it really isn't about like how much money we make or how famous we become or all of those like weird things that people try to gauge their lives off of or their value off of. Um, I think that what is most important is wherever you all end up, that it is fulfilling and it, it does check your boxes, right. And not boxes that other people made for you or other expectations, but things that really do like fulfill what you feel like your purpose is and what you're supposed to be doing here is so important. And just checking in with yourself about that often super, super important. I wish I was actually thinking about this the other day. I really wish I would have really like lived in the moment in college and not because like I said, I knew I was going to move to New York. I knew. And so every (laughs) kind of just every day I like wake up being like, Oh, okay. One more day, like here in college and then New York. So I, but because of that, I also didn't build a lot of like friendships or anything because I really wasn't living in a, I shouldn't say enjoying, but um, really experiencing what I was doing right then. I just was mainly focused on like what I was doing after. And I really wish I would have just enjoyed college more for what it was and really worked on like building friendships and stuff, even knowing I was going to, because I was like, oh, I'm going to move. I'm not going to see these people really anyway. And then I find myself like a lot of them are still friends and stuff. And don't get me wrong, like I talk to them, but it's not the friendship that um, I could have had if I really would have just enjoyed um, and just yeah. gone with the flow and know that everything is going to work out eventually or that way it won't, but just enjoyed what I was doing at the time. Yeah, I definitely think there is, you know, a balance. I think in like high school and college, um, right now it's a little challenging because, you know, we can't do much in a pandemic. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, but I think it's definitely a balance between, you know, working hard and trying to prepare yourself but not getting too caught up in the future that you kind of miss out on Absolutely. some experiences yeah. you won't get back. Yeah. I think that's definitely important because, you know, <laughs> you know, you're kind of only young once and you don't want <laughs> to totally. lose a bunch of friends or, you know, or even like the classes things. and stuff. Like I didn't, I just knew it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, well, I mean, I'll use this maybe one day, but like, I'm going to be a dancer in New York. So, but I really wish like my <laughs> accounting classes and stuff like that. I really think <laughs> like, I mean, I got good grades, but I didn't retain any of it. So I really wish I would have like enjoyed it for what it was worth. And, you know, college, I mean, you're paying to learn. So why not really immerse yourself in that learning and that learning environment as much as you can? Yeah. Do you think just like, you know, um, you know, even if like something you like are kind of semi interested in, but it might not apply to your career, but you, you know, you still want to take that class or join that club, even if like, even if it's just for like the fun of it or something that you're interested in, even though if it like doesn't apply to your career. Absolutely. In college, you have, I mean, you have to take a certain number of elective courses anyway. Why not go take mm-hmm. that acting class or that, like yeah. any of it? Like they have some really mm-hmm. cool, like at CSU, I knew, I don't know if they still have this class, but they had one that one of my roommates took called like, it was zombies and some, I don't know. And it was one of his favorite classes that he ever took because he was like, it was just the most yeah. random group of people that he would have never met but met in that class um like one of my friends ran for student government and I really fully immersed myself in that process I worked on her campaign and I like government is not something that really I know I will (laughs) ever be going down but yeah during that process found myself like so excited also like learning new things about campus that I was like oh gosh I didn't even know this building what advice would you give to someone to have a successful career especially in the business world Um, So business is a huge field. (laughs) So there's a lot of different ways that you can go. 
Um, I think since this Mm -hmm. podcast is specifically aimed towards women, my advice would just be um, advocating for yourself and knowing that you can do it. It, Business is not a historically female driven field and we're seeing a lot of improvement in that, but um, yeah, business engineering, any of those kind of um, historically male dominated fields, I just want to be a huge encouragement that not only you can do it, but like, we need you to do it. If you love it, you should do it. Um, and jump in, find a female mentor who can kind of walk you through those parts of the business as well, because you're going to have a lot of the technical skills down, but they're definitely totally depending on your company, um, going to be roadblocks in the field of business for women. But, um, that makes it all the more important to have more women in that industry. So absolutely. I would say, like I said before, number one, just building every professional relationship you can, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's when we can in person. Um, also, just reaching out to every company that you want to work with, because you never know. Mm-hmm. We have um, like two of our counselors that work with us now were, reached out on Instagram and just said like, hey, I really like what you do. I know you're not hiring right now, but just if I could always be on your contact list and then yeah. slowly built a relationship mm-hmm. with us and now work for us full time. Well, not full time, but work for us every year. So it's, um, I think just not being afraid to reach out to those people. Mm-hmm. And I am yeah. a sucker for a handwritten thank you note after everything you do, <laughs> because mm-hmm. that always just reminds them that number one, you were thankful for their time. And you, well, this is, you know, when, again, you can be in person, but you were thankful for their time and that like you took your time to say thank you that always, at least for me and like my uh, bunch of interns that I've hired always goes a long way. Yeah, I think definitely making those, um, you know, those connections and those like relationships out there can definitely help you a ton in trying to really just kind of succeed in any sort of workforce. I think, um, I mean, there's obviously something to be said for getting there on your, on like your own, but I think definitely reaching out to people and the more people, you know, can definitely, you know, help you get a leg up there. Even if it's people that you like went to high or even went to your same high school, like if someone were to reach out, Mm -hmm. you know, to me or someone that's doing something in finance and they live wherever you want to, nine Mm -hmm. times out of 10, they're going to respond to, they're going to be, I mean, I would be like, you know, thrilled to have a conversation with them. So just not being afraid to really put yourself out there. Even like I said, if it's like a DM on Instagram, which is where I feel like most of our social interactions are right now anyway. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Little. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. But I'm just (laughs) any connection because the moment you say like, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm at Broomfield now, or I went to Broomfield, but I'm thinking of moving to New York. I like, or wherever it is, if this person, you find a person living in London and that's where you want to live, why not reach mm-hmm. out? Because they clearly did something that you want to do. So they're going to be able to give you some advice. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So those are all the questions we have today. Is there anything else you would um, kind of want to say to say to our audience or like leave them with? Um, I think just making sure you're living in the moment right now even though it's a moment a lot of us want to move past and doing everything that you can uh, with as many people that you can even if it's virtually right now um just know that there is creativity that can come in business um and also I thought I didn't want to be a business major because I thought business was like a little bit evil (laughs) um Going into college, I didn't originally plan to major in business, and it was mostly because of all of the 
negative things that businesses can do. But if you feel that way, I encourage you to pursue business anyway, because you can be the force for good within business and change business to be a force for good. And luckily we're seeing a lot more businesses do that Mm -hmm. these days. And like at CU Boulder, there's a whole major that's just for ethics in business. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess those are some of the, there's there's a ton that could go into that because business is such such a huge, huge field, but. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. And so that is actually all the time we have here today. But is there anything you want to say to kind of rack, uh, wrap up everything you just talked about? My favorite advice recently is just you can do it and don't do it alone. So truly like telling people, because <laughs> I think a lot of people just don't take the next step um, in their career or in their life or various things just because they're not sure if they can really make it happen and really can do it. And I think you can, um, whatever it is. I think if you set your mind to it, you can do it. So Um, the other thing is just not to do it by yourself, like reaching out to mentors, like I said, um, telling your peers what you're excited about and getting their advice on it, talking to your teachers or professors, um, just yeah, build a community around yourself and then, and go for it, whatever it is. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. This episode was written, conducted, and edited by Cindy James, Emmy Meeks, and Shay McDaniel. We would like to give a special shout out to Kate Davidson and Jane Shizzle. Please consider making a donation on our website. And thank you for joining us again this week for We Can and We Will with our Broomfield alumni panel. Hearing these wonderful women share their stories is truly inspiring. Tune in on Wednesday for our final episode of We Can and We Will with our Women of Strength panel.